With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. In this episode of Compliance Man, True or False, we explore the question of whether the compliance function should be located within the corporate legal function. If you're a compliance professional, then Compliance Man is here to help you figure out what to focus on and how within your organization. Join your host, Tim kazanoff Bataroff, the Compliance Man, for three minutes of condensed compliance awesomeness. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back with my colleague, Tim kazanoff Bataroff for another episode of Compliance Man, True or False. Today, we're going to take up the question of, is only a person with a legal background Uh, someone who can be effectively or effectively handle the role of a compliance officer. In this season uh, of True or False, we explore questions um, that uh, are on the minds of many compliance practitioners. Tim Kazanoff-Batterov is a compliance practitioner who focuses on compliance in international markets and has done so for 20 years. Based on his work experience at six countries, in six countries, And as an in-house compliance practitioner, Tim now consults senior managers and global uh, compliance professionals on complex ethics and compliance matters as partner and head of compliance for the eternal law firm. On top uh, of that, Tim is the co-founder of Compliance Club, an international community of practitioners of whom I periodically get to uh, join in attendance. You can learn more about Tim the Compliance Man Illustrated series, Tim's YouTube channel, and request advice by checking out his LinkedIn profile, which we will link to in the show notes. In each podcast of Compliance Man, True or False, we take on a hot, often provocative topic from today's compliance agenda and try to determine if it's true or false. It can be tough, it can be straightforward, and we invite you to participate in these discussions by commenting on each podcast and proposing topics for our true or false series. So let's have an international conversation. Once again, today we're going to try to find out whether only people with legal backgrounds can succeed effectively as compliance officers. And in full disclosure, both Tim and I have legal backgrounds. So Tim, what do you think? Tom, hello, and I'd like to say hi to all our listeners as well. Tom, I believe that situation has changed. 15 years ago, the correct answer was, yes, only legal people can work in compliance department. Consequently, only legal people can succeed in compliance profession. All exceptions just proved this rule. Maybe 10 years ago, the situation started to change. Now we have a lot of non-legal people in compliance departments. They run in-house compliance programs and nobody really cares if they have legal diploma or not. I think it is a good trend. So Tim, let's uh, perhaps something uh, look at some, some of this in a little more detail. Um, 
in many or even a majority of corporate compliance departments, they're formed to ensure that their companies comply with laws. If one has a legal background, you can perhaps understand those and um, uh, requirements and, of course, any case law. How do you see the need for that legal background uh, either has changed, as you mentioned, in 15 years, or perhaps it's it's something different? Well, uh, at some extent, I would agree with you. However, we have a lot of other compliance work to be done, as, for instance, conducting risk assessments and delivery of trainings, ensuring tone at the top. For a legal person, these functions are not natural. So you might get a brilliant legal expert, but still not effective compliance practitioner. I can tell you more in case when non-legal compliance manager need legal expertise, he or she might approach in-house legal department or external counsel. That's simple. Well, Tim, let me um, remind our listeners on our last podcast, we posed the question of should compliance be a part of a legal department? And in that discussion, we talked about some of the different types of focus in a compliance department as opposed to a legal department. So we talked about uh, working with the business to craft a solution. We talked about how the work of compliance may be different. Let me turn this discussion, though, to skills, because uh, as a uh, 15 years ago, you're absolutely correct, uh, sitting in a CCO chair as a lawyer, I was very focused on the rules. I was very focused on the rules and regulations and the internal rules and regulations of the company in the form of policies and procedures. That view of compliance, I think, has evolved. And <clears throat> compliance is now seen as a business process. And you need to bring business process skills as a compliance officer. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't know what your legal education was like, but I will tell you my legal education had zero business process skills training. Uh, we learned the law. We read cases. We read enforcement actions. We read regulations, and we discussed those. And But we did not learn about a business process. We did not learn about communication skills. We did not learn about training skills. And so the skills needed, and, and you, you spoke about some of those, but today I see even a wider need or, or a need for even wider set of skills for a compliance officer. So if I could talk about the Department of Justice 2020 update to the evaluation of corporate compliance programs, it made clear that data is critical and data analytics. Once again, those were not skills I learned uh, in law school or as a lawyer. So I think that the skill set a compliance officer needs has evolved and that not only are lawyers not trained in those skill sets, but others may be better trained. So data scientists, for instance, uh, persons uh, with communication skills from college or university. And so I wanted to maybe see what are your thoughts about the really the skills needed to do the compliance job in 2021, as opposed to 15 years ago, ha have those skills changed in your mind? Yes, Tom, I would fully agree with you that we were not learning business processes at law schools. And of course, as you have said now, the 
set of requirements has evolved. So it's not only about laws and even enforcement practice, so it's not a secret anymore. You can Google everything, you can find any information very rapidly, not even being a lawyer. So, of course, we should become more business-oriented, we should understand business more, even when we think that we understand business processes, in many cases, we just, you know, tend to think that we understand, but in practice, we are not that good. So, uh, we should be more business-oriented, we should understand uh, what is needed from us, because sometimes I still face the compliance officers that say no, or become very bureaucratic, or do not really understand what, why, what, what was their job. And I, I believe that the situation with our profession has been evolving, and we get new requirements from the DOJ, and of course they understand that people should only not only be the guys who know the laws, but the guys who can effectively manage risks of being uh, non-compliant, and in the very same time understand and be effective as managers. I'm not sure true or false really covers the answer we need to put forward to the question of whether only people with a legal background can succeed effectively in the compliance officer role. Uh, I believe that a lawyer can succeed, but they have to have other skills. Also, I believe that people trained in non-legal uh, professional backgrounds, uh, data scientists, communications experts, perhaps even psychologists, uh, business process professionals, can succeed in compliance as well. So if I pose that question that you can, you yes, you can be a lawyer, uh, but you don't have to be, uh, do we have an answer to that question? I would say yes, Tom. However, we should not be probably be uh, that liberal saying that, you know, you can ignore laws, you can just be, you know, uh, a business guru, because that's something that I have all, um, already faced in a couple of cases when people were not about FCPA being compliance people. So as you have said, it should be a mixture, it should be understanding of business, and in the same time, of course, persons should know the, um, the basics the requirements that are applicable to his or her business. So I think you are right. We found a solution. Well, actually, Tim, with your answer, perhaps there's yet another solution. Perhaps could the solution be that the corporate compliance function should have a variety of skills in it. It should have a legal skill. It should have a data analytics skill. It should have a communication skill. It should have a psych psychology skill. Those skills can be in different people, but if collectively those skills exist in a corporate compliance department, could that perhaps be the best of all worlds? Yes, Tom. Sounds as a great plan. Well, Tim, uh, I think we finally, uh, we got, it took us a little bit, uh, but we got there, and um, I think we have, uh, have an answer. Uh, this is one of the areas that I think you hit upon early in this podcast, that it has evolved as much as anything in the compliance space. So I, I invite our listeners, if you have comments on really anything Tim and I have said in this podcast, that they would uh, 
uh, engage in the discussion, engage in the conversation. You can do that on Tim's LinkedIn site. You can do that in the notes or comments rather to this podcast. Um, and we would also ask you to join us for our next episode of Compliance Man, True or False. So uh, please give us some comments. We'd love to hear from you and, and let's have a, a truly global conversation. Tim, I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance Man, True or False. If you'd like any more information on Tim, I've linked to his LinkedIn profile, which will tell you more about himself and his new law firm. Also, please join us again for another episode of Compliance Man, True or False. This month on The Compliance Life, I premiere a new podcast guest, Gabe Hidalgo, Managing Director at K2 Integrity. Gabe has one of the most unique journeys to the CCO chair that I've come across. I hope you will join me the first four weeks of June for an exploration of moving to, sitting in, and moving from the CCO chair on The Compliance Live, a production of The Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.